If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help raise your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Hi, everybody. I'm Hallie Keever. And I'm Allison Leiby. And welcome back to Ruined, a podcast where we just absolutely ruin a horror movie for you. Yeah, and my ability to sleep at night. <laughs> We're just going to get into it. Well, I think we should. We're doing Blumhouse's Truth or Dare, the 2018 version. There are a lot of Truth or Dares out there. Obviously, it's even a kind of scary title, so I yeah. understand why you'd want to Even just leverage. playing that game as like a teenager or like a preteen or whatever was scary for very different reasons than this movie is, I think. But right, well, I, it's a scary game. Well, and I, maybe this could get into, we always establish a baseline scary. How scary do you find the premise of something? And I guess truth or dare, like you're saying, as a kid, I feel like I always wanted to pick dare because I was like, maybe someone will dare me to kiss somebody or, or something yeah. exciting will happen. Truth, it was just going to be embarrassing, humiliating. Yeah, truth is just like revealing something that you don't want to. Or everybody be like, you're lying and then knowing what the truth is. It's like, do you right. like Josh? And it's like, it's like, no. And it's like, we know you do. And do, it's you like, only, ah! do you only wear pads? And it's like, <laughs> oh no, God. I'm very sophisticated. So <laughs> I'm a sophisticated older woman. Ugh, there's so much period shame. So yeah, like how do you as a as a horror concept, how do you feel about like the idea of having your innermost self ex- like revealed? I think that's scarier than like a lot of physical violence. Absolutely. And yes. just like it all like I think that it like ranks very high. And the way that like other movies we've talked about, like the psychological elements are like way scarier than like anything uh that happens physically to somebody. hundred percent. I feel like that's like fits into this perfectly. Right. If someone was like, I get to hit your hand once with a hammer, or you have to Tell me the worst porn video you've ever accidentally clicked on. Oh, God. Go ahead. Hit, no. me, hit me once. Hit me with that hammer. Hit me once. Shame hit me. I'll on give you. you. I'll give you the hammer. Right. <laughs> I brought a hammer. I brought a hammer just so I would never have to answer that question. You could hammer in the morning. Um, <laughs> so uh, we had Allison watch the trailer. We always have her watch the trailer. And fortunately, I feel like most of the very scary parts are in the trailer. So... As a scared person, that my works. God, you were you had to watch it yeah, all. Yeah, for us that works because it's almost like I saw them like the worst parts of them. Whereas like a lot of other trailers, it's just a tip of the terrifying iceberg that exactly. is that movie. And this, I felt like I was like, I'm seeing a lot of terrifying violence. Yeah, I think you saw it was basically a highlight reel. You yeah. saw the hits. I mean, it was like very sexy, right? Um, because everybody was hot. And this definitely falls into not to age ourselves, but falls into having grown up in the '90s. Yes. Uh, Sort of that, um, you know, if this was made when we were children, Nev Campbell would have been the Lucy yes. Hale. She's the protagonist. It has, like, some scream, like, feeling to it. Just Absolutely. Just because, like, it's, like, the age group of, like, I think they're supposed to be, like, 20, but they're all, like, 28. And, like, right. But they look great. But they look great. And I mean, you cannot wait to watch them die. Oof. Love watching a sexy teen die. Do you have any predictions? What you think is going to happen? We the trailer establishes the rules. What do you think? Yeah, they where can do we go from away. here? You yeah. know, I have to believe that there's some way to undo the game mm-hmm. eventually, but it's like awful. Well, just guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you think that that could be? Like, she has to murder. Like Lucy Hale has to murder like her best friend or great. something like that. A great prediction. It seems. I mean, it seems like they almost said that at one point in the in the trailer. Anyway, right? You know, it's going to escalate to that. Yes, for sure. We open on a college-aged woman, who we later find out her name is Giselle, walking into a Mexican uh, gas station for cigarettes. I love how, just off the bat, it's like, Mexico, 
terrifying. (laughs) And there is a lot of that where it's like, oh, Mexico, a place of spirits and mysteries. (laughs) But they also make it very clear because they have to drive back and forth to America. Like, they're three miles away. So it's like the mystery is like, yeah, but you could be there And they're easily crossing the border. A hundred percent. Yeah, this, I mean, this is a 2018. You didn't cross that border that fast. No, you aren't. Um, So so she walks into the gas station. The attendant's face twists demonically. And he says to her, truth or dare, Giselle. And she's like, no, please don't make me play anymore. I can't do it. We don't hear the dare, but we see her walk over to another patron, another woman, spray her with lighter fluid. Oh, my God. Set her on fire. That is. Bam, the movie has begun. Wow. I mean, at least they're not wasting any time getting into it. No. So we open and we're, of course, we meet our um, uh, tight-bodied, gorgeous group of college kids that belongs in this kind of movie. So many crop tops. And Olivia's our main character. That's Lucy Hale. She's a do-gooder. She's not going to spring break. She's going to Habitat for Humanity. However, her best friend, Marky, who's kind of like the blonde, sexier one, she cancels Olivia's trip for her, which does not seem like you should be able to do. I don't think you can cancel someone else's charity trip for them. And says, bitch, you're coming to Mexico with us. And we also learned that, like, they are good friends from high school. Marky's father died by suicide in high school. So since then, they've been incredibly close. Okay. And so sort of, they have this mantra they tell each other, between you and the world, I choose you. This will come into play later. Oh, I'm sure. Also, like, no college students speak that way? No, for sure not. In, like, weird, like, riddles? (laughs) It's definitely a dialect from the horror genre. Yes. But I don't know. It's almost like you kind of wish that we did say the. I know. I feel like I'm not being that, like, intense and emotional with my friends. Allison, between the world and you. I would pick the world. I would pick the world. You are just not that important to me. (laughs) So um, Olivia's like, okay, we're going to Mexico. So she goes with Marky, Marcus, uh, Marky's boyfriend, Lucas. Okay. Um, oh, these this, names are so of this genre. Exactly. Uh, Tyson and Penelope is another couple. And then their gay <laughs> friend, Brad. So six of them, oh, they go down. We see like a montage. They're partying, they're drinking. Olivia has an alcohol problem, and we established this very early on. Like an alcohol problem? Like she's a heavy drinker or she can't handle? She's the one who is known. She drinks constantly. So she's okay. sort of like, you know, that's her thing. Interesting. So it's they're there. They're, it's their last night there. Okay. And Olivia's like, she just wants, she's such a good girl. She just wants to break out. They run into Ronnie, who again in the 90s would be played by Matthew Lillard. Uh-huh. Who's an absolute skis. He's constantly trying to suggest the girls do a little girl on girl. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, we were like, oh, boy. Yes. Yeah, we went to college. We met that guy. Yeah. And so uh, so he's kind of like hitting at her and being gross. And then this guy, Carter, who's not part of the group, shows up. And he's like, oh, this guy, beat it. You know, she just, she's not interested. And they start flirting. And Olivia's like, all right, okay, maybe something's happening with Carter. Earlier, we see that Olivia kind of has feelings towards Lucas, Marky's boyfriend. But because okay. she's a good person, yeah. she's never going to act on them. So this is sort of her, good, I can project that, my need onto this other person. And everyone's like, all right, it's time to go home. We have to drive back in the morning. Carter says, you know, I, I know this cool place we should go. Oh, God. And Olivia's trying to fuck. So she's like, great, let's just go with this random guy to an abandoned Spanish mission, which no. you saw in the trailer. I thought it was an old barn. Um, well, it's an old a church. Okay. So a barn, but with God, that God. But it's like in. old and scary and empty. And yes, yes. Great. And it's totally decimated. Nobody uses which, it Which, like, in Mexico... Sure, go with a right. totally new person to an absolutely uninhabited location yeah. in a country you don't live in. Yeah, so you could sort of see, even if this wasn't supernatural, something bad could happen. Right. So they go, and Carter suggests, hey, we're drinking beers at an abandoned church. What if we play a little game of truth or dare? 
And um, they all start going around, and it's all, like, really mild stuff. Like, someone dares Lucas to streak. Someone dares Penelope to kiss Olivia. Of course. Girl on girl. I mean. Uh, get a little girl on girl action. I got to imagine that that is constant in this movie. <laughs> yes. That is Ronnie's thing. I would yeah. say that is his character trait, <laughs> is that he wants to see a little girl on girl. Yeah. And honestly, at least that's a real him. person that we know. Like, that's a real, like, that's, yeah, that's drawn that from reality. Yeah. <laughs> and so they all go around, and then sort of secrets start to come out. Tyson, who's an asshole, says to Olivia, uh, or no, uh, says to Marky, Truth or Dare, she makes truth. It's like, do you know that Olivia's in love with your boyfriend, Lucas? This well, is true. Yes. And right. it has been spoken about. And now, now all it's the out secrets are coming group. out. Yes. And Olivia, it says, uh, Tyson, you know, truth. Um, oh, I dare you. So you take a big stare. I dare you to stop right, forging prescriptions for underclassmen. So now we know <laughs> that he does this. Oh, my God. And he's sort of the, the jerk. As if being like a senior lets you have a prescription pad. <laughs> well, the, the, as we find out later, everyone in his family is, doc, is a doctor. So oh. apparently he's okay. stolen somebody's prescription oh, okay. pad. It is writing. So he, we know he's a bad person. And in the rules of this movie, he must be punished. Yes. For his transgression. Of course. But so things are kind of getting a little, okay, a little edgy, a little sexy. Everyone's getting a little drunker. And then uh, Brad, I think, dares Carter, the new guy, and right. says, you know, what is your intentions with Olivia? Yes. And Carter says, I needed to find someone with friends that I could trick into coming here. I could tell Olivia was a pushover, which made her an easy target. I brought you all up here to play this game because... I'm okay with strangers dying if it means I get to live. Maybe the scariest thing you could possibly hear in that situation. Well, I let think. me tell you, it really busts up the party quick. <laughs> Carter sprints like away. Record scratch. <laughs> like and done. Olivia runs after him and is like, why would you say that to my friends? <laughs> and he tells her the rules, which are, do the dare or you'll die. Tell the truth or you'll die. Or you'll die. Um... They refuse to play. Allison, what do you think happens? I think you die. You die. You die. So he, so he tells her that, and then he runs out. And but Olivia's like, also, like, oh, okay. Is there a rule, like, I assume that we find out at some point, like, how this started and, like, why that means he gets to live? A hundred percent. We will find but we're not out. Getting, okay, okay. No, no, we'll definitely get to that. We, we will find he a backstory. He doesn't explain it here. Okay, great. No, basically what will happen is Olivia and the gang will have to go and find out the origin of it in order to try to... I see. They, Sorry, they I'm getting the, ahead. I'm getting ahead. No, 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 no. These are the <laughs> questions that naturally come about. What, what's going on? Who that guy? It's like... What, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> so many rules. So Olivia turns and sees all of her friends with that demonic face we saw in the... The, yeah. like, weird smile. That's, like, Joker prequel. <laughs> Joker <laughs> smile, red eyes. And then it snaps oh, red back eyes? to reality. Oh, God, I missed that. And so, like in all horror movies, she's like, I must have been hallucinating. Or whatever. It's like, no, girl, you know yeah. that was real. No, of course. So, a little time later, they go back, and maybe it's like a couple, you know, days later. It's a little bit, I mean, it's not like the next hour this start, things start happening. But um, Olivia starts seeing Truth or Dare written, sort of, it's keyed into her car. <sighs> she gets a note slipped under her door. And things have been kind of rocky with That's her scary. and Marky. Because yeah. of Marky now knows. That, like, yeah. That Olivia is in love with Lucas. But, you know, you're kind of like, look, what are you going to do? You're in college. You know four people well. Yeah, everybody in college has sex or is obsessed with everybody else that they're obsessed with or having sex with. Like, it's just like, yeah. it's a small pool. And also, she's not doing anything about it. So it's like, what right, can so you do? so who cares? So, but they kind of, so they they have a moment. They sort of are like, okay, well, it was awkward, but now we're past it. Between the sure. you, world and you, I pick you. Okay. Unfortunately, this immediately goes awry. No. Olivia walks into the library where everybody is, and suddenly everyone around her has the demonic Joker smile and, and crowds around her and starts shouting, truth or dare, truth or dare. 
That's so scary. Truth. Truth. And they said, what is the secret that Marky is making you keep? And the secret is, Marky's been cheating on Lucas this entire time. (gasps) Constantly. No. She shouts it in the library, so everyone hears. Marky and Lucas hear. Lucas is... Of course, because everyone's always in the same room in college. Yes, there are 20 people who go to this college and they're always in the same room, thank God. Because it makes it convenient. I mean, for the plot, makes it simpler. And obviously, Mark is is very mad at her. And as she's walking out, Olivia tries to grab her. And Olivia says, like, I'm sorry, something happened. It wasn't, I didn't mean to do that. And Marky said, if you touch me again, I will break your hand. Which, like, okay, you know, and the whole time, like, listen, we know that Marky's dad's dead, so I want to give her as much of a break as possible. But also, break your hand is so specific that it's not not coming back as a real thing. I mean, I also know this from the trailer, so. So then, that same hours later, Ronnie, girl-on-girl Ronnie, is at a bar, (laughs) hopelessly hitting on women who are just disgusted by him. And same thing, he's sitting at a woman, and her face contorts, and she says, trick or dare. Mm. He picks dare. She said, I want you to get up on the pool table and show everyone your pool cue. She needs his penis, Also, Allison. like, pool cue is not, like, of all of the things, I, I know that they're, like, playing pool, so it's like she's using something that's in the room to be like, mm. yes. but, like, not a good uh, object analogy for a penis. Like, that's not, it's, like, long and but skinny. But I, I guess to me it was funnier or, like, more like, okay, more of a thing than if she's like, show us your dick. Yeah, I, I guess know, that would I'm be, like, like really. Right. Also, like, when it, people see the faces, like, when he sees her no. do that, is he, like, the fuck is going on? Well, uh, eventually, yes. But right now, he's, like. He's drunk. Yes. So it's, we're, like. We're to believe like. that he's sort of, like, whatever, a lady's talking to me. Even though she has the face of a demon, I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> he's, she, like, maybe she'll kiss someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he gets up on the on the pool table and he's about to shove her in his dick and then he starts getting heckled by women. I'm spo- I, assuming <laughs> had slept with before. Like your dick's small. Becca told me your dick's small. Whatever. And he's like, fine. Then I'm not going to show you my dick. Then because he has now rejected the dare, he is face contorts and he leans forward and he starts to fall face eye first uh, onto a pool cue. Uh, Somebody stops him. I was like, dude, are you, you, you look oh. out? And then he goes, thanks. And then he turns and he goes to the other end of the pool table, steps on a ball. And we see in the trailer, falls, breaks his neck brutally. That's a that's one of the worst deaths I've seen in a movie trailer. It's uh yeah, you saw a lot of and you hear it's very uh like audible. Yes, <laughs> there's it's a lot definitely of loud. sound. And my favorite sound in the movie is you know the generic gasp that's in a lot of things yeah. like <gasps> it's in that, which I think is funny. Like <laughs> that's that person. <laughs> it's like a set. It's like an after effect, like from like a studio. Right, audience. like a Wilhelm scream of her gasp. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so then, um, so Ronnie, unfortunately, has died. He refused, he, he rejected the dare, he's okay. dead. So we know that that's what the stakes are. And they're real. They are real. However, nobody believes Olivia yet. And even when then Ronnie died, they're like, yeah, of course Ronnie died falling off a pool table. It was Ronnie. How else was he going to die? He right. wasn't going to live? Right. Like, my God, we, that's luckily how that he didn't guy die. Dies. Yeah, what are you talking about? And it was either that or autoerotic asphyxiation, man. Yeah. Like <laughs> those are the choices. But Olivia's like, no, something. This is part of it. She's smart, so she's like right. figures out. So no one believes her. But then Lucas also gets asked, and he picks truth. And his truth is, he has had feelings for Olivia too since they met. Ooh. I know. Mm. Speaking Ooh, of eighties studio audience. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <gasps> um. So now Lucas and Olivia are trying to convince the others this is real. Yeah. Nobody's buying it. They're like, yeah, that sucks about Ronnie, but... And he saw, like, the demon faces, too. And he has truth... He had truth or dare burned into his arm. But then, when, of course, when he goes to show the friends, it's gone. It's gone. 
So he's like, this is real. Marky comes home. She's pissed at Olivia for revealing her secrets because it's all the same day at this point. How much time is this movie taking place over? Well, that's the thing about this is that the 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 reason behind the truth of the dare kind of plays pretty fast and loose because okay. realistically, um, these dares could be coming fast and hot. Like, right. These could yeah, be coming every 10 minutes. But, you know, it's it implies it's at least a couple of days after they come back from Mexico. And then there's sometimes hours in between. So I think their whole, I mean, uh, 72 hours, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Since it starts at, with them. Obviously, we know that Carter, something, right. it's Giselle already been happening. was something else. Exactly. So, and we're going to find out they were part of the same group. Yes. That was it, obviously. Uh, so Marky comes home and is like, Olivia, this is bullshit. You're just making an excuse. Which right. is like, okay, Marky, like, your best friend in the world is making up the fact that the demon-faced cadre yes. of people is forcing you to do humiliating things. Like, come on. Yeah. You know each other. So, of course, Marky then gets a text that says, True the Dare. And she's like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm picking Dare. It comes in texts. Ugh. Oh, it comes all, it's in graffiti. It's uh, written on a piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> is a demon says Digital. it to your face. Yeah, yeah they're using, it's a multimedia um, curse. I, yeah, I like that they're, I like that it's not limiting itself just to right. uh, the physical world. So that digital is part of it. You know, it's a modern film. It's a modern film. And um, <laughs> she gets it. She texts back, text back Dare. And it says to her, I dare you to break Olivia's hand. Yes. Which we see in the trailer. Yes. So I would ask you at this point, Allison, what would you do? What would you do? If you were under a truth or dare type curse and this, you would reach this juncture, would you do it? Would you smash her hand? I mean, because she hasn't seen the face. She's just gotten the exactly. text. Yeah. Where if, if I had seen the face, I would have been like, we have to do this. Like, yes. we have to do this. But like the text, I would be like, you guys are just fucking with me so that like, I'll do this to her, and then she could be mad at me, exactly. and then you guys can run off and be together. So I understand why she wouldn't want to. If I were Olivia, I would get super, I would force her to do it, and I would get super, super, super drunk first, so I might not feel it as much. Right. Um, well, that's exactly what happens. Okay, great. <laughs> Look, as pissed as I am at you right now, and I'm so pissed, there's no way I'm going to break your hand. Well, you don't really have a choice. So just take it, please. God, just do it. So uh, I like when the brown hair is the protagonist. Well, yeah, I, which I, I do think it's very nice. And also, thing. you and also you have to make like she's the smart one. <laughs> exactly, she's a bob, so you know she's smart. Oh, so she's, she's smart. Practical. She's not like a long brown. Yeah, okay. no, no, yeah, she's not getting up and flat ironing that hair. So at this point, Tyson and Penelope, the other couple, Tyson's the one who writes fake prescriptions. Penelope's a drunk. They're like, we're leaving. This is because they haven't seen it. This right. is fucked up. And Brad, the other friend's like, I want to be supportive, so I will drive you to the hospital, but also I don't know if this is real. Yeah. So um, he's like, I'm gay. I don't have a storyline. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, well, his storyline, which we're about to oh, okay. enter into, sure. is that his dad, who's a cop and very hot, does not <laughs> know that he is gay. And there's a lot of jokes. Well, not a lot of jokes. There's jokes was like, how does that know you're gay that you have Beyonce do ringtone? Brad's right. like, everyone likes Beyonce, which yeah, is true. It's like, you know, that's a good point. But so his thing is his his father's like sort of overbearing and but but not in a way that's is the dad's like our age. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you see the dad, I was like, oh my god, the dad's like forty. But it makes sense if they're nineteen. If they're yeah, you know no, that it, seems yeah. plausible. Some of us just waited. I was like, oh, he's maybe he's just got good skin. Yeah, maybe he's like forty, <laughs> fifty, or whatever. So Lucas and Brad take Olivia to the hospital because her hand's broken, and she does make a comment about how she's gonna have to owe money, you know, because she doesn't have health insurance or whatever. And so Brad, <laughs> of so Brad wanders away to get something out of the um, a, a vending machine. An elderly man runs up to him with a twisted demonic smile and says, truth to dare. We don't see it. It's off camera, weirdly. His truth was, you have to tell your dad you're gay. 
we don't see him do it, which I think is an odd choice. That is a weird choice. But then he does it, and I guess it goes okay. So I was like, oh, maybe the <laughs> it's demons like the were one right. Feel good. Th- it's like the one thing that's like this was great, and it all worked out. Well, we're not Allison, it don't feel good just yet. Oh no, I know. Also, like, has it been established like what the rules are on like who is getting asked the truth this or dare? This is the order or- that they were playing truth or dare in the um, mission. Okay, so it's going person by person through, exactly. like, the experience that they, okay. Yeah, and so they know that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the logic sure. is there. But yeah, so, like, once once Marky went, they knew, oh, it's Brad's turn. Okay. And, because uh, I think Brad's dare in the mission was, like, who would you want to kiss here? And right. it was Carter, the right. new guy the who new guy. Ru- ruined their lives. <laughs> so Tyson is next. Tyson is the holdout who's, like, I don't believe it. I have a med school interview tomorrow. Yeah. So he, and so it's tomorrow morning. So he goes to the med school interview. It goes great. He's oh, an good. asshole, but he's white and he's, you know, just really yeah. like he's going to get in. Yeah. And so right as they're done, the interviewer's face contorts and she says truth or dare. He says uh, truth. Also like in an interview setting. It's so funny. <laughs> and uh, well, it makes sense. Well, it's not going to be funny anymore, I'm sure. And she says, um, how long have you been forging prescriptions? And Tyson says, I, d- I don't. So he denies oh, the dare. So he, he lies. It. Yeah, he lies. He denies the truth. And so he has to jam a pen in his eye. And, but that's not all. He then turns around and slams his head into the wall. Oh, yeah, that's also the in the trailer. Why are yeah, all of these? Saw, the tra- man, I, you know, this is like an example of like, I'll have to watch it before. I, maybe you, you can't watch them. I, know, I don't want to make I think you some watch of these them. trailers are too scary for me. <laughs> this one was a particular, it had all of the it really, really was. brutal points. Yeah. And I also had suggested this movie because I had seen the trailer on television. So I don't know why I thought that this was like a good idea. It's so scary. I, was, I, I mean, I was terrified by the ads. And I will say, as someone, I don't find curses necessarily very scary, but I like all the moments, like, where you really, you get the dread of, like, oh, no. Oh, here it comes. They did it. They said no. They fucked up. I liked all of those moments, because you know it's going to be gross. Of course. Also, a logistical question. So, like, in his interview, that person asks him. Yeah. Um, truth or dare. But the whole time, the real person in reality is just seeing him be like, I don't do that, and then killing himself? Yes, absolutely. So she's like... Super spooky. He screams at her, why would you ask me that? Why would you ask why I forced prescription? She's like, what? And then she has to... This poor woman has, has to, to watch him. a young man oh my murder God. himself in front of her. It's horrible. Anywho, obviously, they're running there to stop it, and uh, Olivia and the gang, and as they arrive... <laughs> the gang. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, you know. So the next one up... There's so many references to Batman's Joker in this. That's how uh, Heath Ledger kills someone. Oh, my God, you're uh, in right. One, the, whatever Dark Knight movie he's Well, in. it's a classic way to die. You know what? <laughs> they're p- pulling a page from Christopher Nolan. So uh, at this point, they're trying to figure out, okay, so how do we find Carter? Like, the guy who passes right. to us, how do we find out? Because he has some information about what of this course. is. So, yada, yada, yada. They're, they don't find him, but they're able to find Giselle, who we saw at the beginning, setting that woman on fire. How do they know who she is? Because uh, they were tr- Googling, literally, truth or dare gay murder, <laughs> truth, you're trying to whatever. And I guess she had made some statement that That's somebody overheard do. saying, yeah. I don't want to play. Okay. And so it's sort of like, oh, this woman's on a rampage because she thinks she's playing truth or dare. You know, it's sort of like, oh, she's under some sort of I delusion see. or some so cult or like something. Story. Sure. Yeah, there's some perverse these kids. How is she like not the, in jail after like setting a woman on fire? They haven't found. They haven't caught her. Terrible hot lane. police force. <laughs> well, that was in Mexico. So again, oh. which we are to understand is a lawless land yeah. full of spirits and demons. <laughs> that also you could have a great time on spring break. Right. That is how I was depicted. <laughs> so they find her on Facebook and they message her and say, um, "We know that you're playing the game. Tell us where you are." 
And Marky's like, I really want to get her attention. And she says, we, we know you said that one on fire. Message me back or I will stand outside your parents' house until the game makes me do the same. And Olivia's like, whoa, 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 that's way over the line. That's really intense, but not a bad idea. And Marky says, well, you have to stop caring about other people and start caring about yourself. Ooh. Because Marky, the divide she's has... the flip side of the Olivia's goodness. Yes. She's the, uh, the alternate option. So now it's Penelope's turn. Uh, she's in the bathroom. And she, the demon appears to her in the mirror and says, truth or dare. And she says, of course, truth. Also, she's dealing with her, hus- or her husband, her, her boyfriend, boyfriend yeah. just killed himself. I mean, in a med school interview. So she picks truth and the demon face version of herself says, that's not how this game works. <gasps> she can't pick truth. You can't change the rules like that. Or can you? I the- mean, they can. Demons are in charge. There are no rules. So Penelope's dare, which she has to accept, is that she has to walk around the roof while drinking a handle of vodka. Oh my God. Which is like less scary, honestly. I, you it's, don't want her to die. It's like also, yeah, right. It's also like, I would maybe rather do that than hit my friend with a hammer. Like, yes. It would be easier to like try and, but also like how much of the handle does she have to drink? The whole thing. So she's drinking a handle of okay, vodka. but which that I, would kill you. Well, she's such a heavy drinker, she has the tolerance. Oh, So I see. in fact, her alcoholism is her secret power in oh, a sense. Oh, good. That makes me feel good about how I drink. <laughs> and the whole thing, <laughs> the whole time I was like, if you threw it, I would throw up if I had to drink straight vodka out of a bottle. Oh my God. Like even just doing a shot of vodka. I is couldn't a, do it. Dis- like, I'm it. nauseous now. The smell. No. I would be dead. I, I would just them. die. But I was like, if you threw up, would they count? Would the demon face people count that? I mean, there's a certain point where you can't fight the biology of, of drinking straight vodka. So she's walking around, and as she's walking, there's a delightful moment where she has to walk basically past a wrought iron fence with a bunch of points on it. I mean, of you know course. what I mean? Why do people have fences like no, that? No, they're designed to impale these movies, teenagers. Even not even not even horror movies, just movies and television in general have taught us like you don't need a pointy fence. Yep, is Virgin Suicides come to mind? Oh yeah, what a great film! Love that movie. It's kind of a horror movie too. It is a little bit. But you've seen ways. it, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, so Penelope's walking around. So they're all trying to like figure out how do we save her. And so Marky and Brad carry, essentially carry a mattress alongside her as she so walks if the she perimeter. Falls, they can. Lucas goes up to the roof and is sort of like helping psychologically guiding her and is going to like grab her if she falls. And then... Is she visibly drunk at this point? You know, yes, but she's always been physically drunk. So you're like, you can handle yourself. Yeah. You're less worried than if anyone else in the film had to do it. If anything, it's like, she's going to kill this. Yeah. And so, but Olivia, because she's smart, realizes, oh, she's going to fall on the fence. Like, I could see this. So she gets her car and she slams into the fence and knocks it over. Smart. And then she parks her car and right as she stops, uh, Marky and Brad throw the mattress on top. Penelope falls out of the mattress, lives. Wow. Just then they get a message back from Giselle and Giselle says, meet you. I have information about the game. Oh my God. Of course so she they does. Go. They meet her and she's in real rough shape. And Giselle tells them, we went to the mission. We, we were drunk and we really fucked is it up. Is she a friend of Carter's? Yes. Okay. So, or is she somebody Carter tricked? Um, they're friends. The same thing. Okay. They went down for spring break. They went to the mission. Um, and she's like, our friend Sam fucked something up. He broke a bowl, a vessel, in the church. Oh, so it's like that kind of thing. Something, an entity, or uh, let's say an entity, was being kept in this bowl. Drunk Americans came, busted up this uh, you know, abandoned church. It's a pretty good moral for... <laughs> and mean, whatever was well, whatever was inside has been released. Okay. And when they were there, Olivia did sort of stumble over the... Broken. The bowl and sort of smelled something gross inside. So we know whatever it is inside not was, good. Disgu- was bad. And so they're sort of like, well, so what do we do? How do we stop? And Jill's, Jill's like, 
Do I look like I know how to stop yeah, it? If she knew how to stop it, she wouldn't be setting people on fire in a gas what station. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know how to stop it. And so, uh, so basically what she was saying, the reason that Carter brought them there is to add new people to the game. Because essentially, as her friends got killed, there were fewer people to do turns. Right. So, so you're going So it was her turn over and over again. Oh, my God. Which is horrifying. And so Carter brought them there, and he's like, she's like, why didn't she, he bring more people? He only added five. Yeah, that five means, is and, not enough. You should just, like, bring an entire bar full of people. And this is sort of the first Ruined time. a lot of people's lives. Yeah, and this is sort of the first time we acknowledge that it won't end. So it's not like, oh, we do one turn, and then the demon is satisfied or whatever. It's like it's just a constant. For the rest, for the of, rest your of your life. Until you die out. from the game. Yeah, so the game ends when everyone who is playing has died. Cool. So um, <laughs> Fun rules. And then, but then basically, like, so why did you invite us here? And Giselle's like, why do you think, bitch? And she is like, I would dare to kill Olivia. So she attempts to shoot Olivia, and Penelope sacrifices herself. What? She gets no character development, but she's, like, the best person in here. Of course. But then Penelope dies. So she, what does she do? Just jump in front? Yeah, she, well, she shoves Olivia, and she gets it. I got it. And so, or maybe someone else jumps in front of it, and it hits Penelope, and she dies. But what this also means is Giselle, Giselle failed the dare. So, so then she she's, shoots herself in the head. Cool. So you see her face sort of It's contort. crazy that the, you die by your own, like... Yes. That's scary. Right. There are no rules to... You cannot stop it. Once you... Like, you're, about, you're just shoving a pen in your eye. Yeah, yeah. Once you've refused the game, the game can then it, take over your body. Yes. And there's nothing you can do about it. Oof. So basically, then they get ticketed by the police, and the police chief's like, "I want answers. What's going on?" And it's like, dude, there's no, you got no answer will will suffice. He's like, he's like, I know you kids think you're in some sort of game where you have to kill people, and I want to know why. And Olivia's like, man, I don't know, a demon from a bowl. I don't know. <laughs> like, so they're there, and then unfortunately, as we said, the Brad's positive situation. It's Brad's turn again. And so his dad shows up, who's also a cop. And right. he's like, I, I don't know if you're mixed up in this, like, but I love you. It's very nice. And it's like, you're still my son. Like, I just want to, we're going right. to solve this, whatever. Brad then gets dared oh, no. to basically uh, take his, steal his father's gun and make his dad beg for his life. Which is very sad. After and they just huge, had this, like, yeah. huge loving father-son moment of acceptance yeah. and love. And then because he does that. Oh, that makes me so angry. Another cop shoots and kills Brad. Oh. Because, he, because Brad, yeah, that is Exactly. What, so that cop, you can't blame, I mean, you can blame him. What, he should have shot to injure him, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you don't need to shoot to kill, but, like. And then you have to watch Brad's hot dad watch his son die. Oh. And you're like, man. This, Ruby is tough on that guy. Right, Brad really, because it's like, also he had to have like, he had like a fake girlfriend. Oh, he God. Be out. I know, no. Brad really, he had the, well, I guess I was like, him and Penelope really got short shrift. Like, they didn't do anything wrong. And they, and they just absolutely get, like, died. annihilated. Ugh. Oh, and then we find out that the reason that sometimes you can't pick truth is because Giselle's group of friends, when they played in the mission, they played like the harder version, which is if two people pick a truth, the next person has to do dare. Oh, why is there a harder version? Also, is that a real version and of Truth or Dare? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just narratively. Right. They were like, we need something to be. Yeah. But, and then Penelope's like, fuck you. How, that's, why would you play that way? Like, you idiot. You know, obviously they didn't know they, they didn't were going to be cursed. They didn't know they were going to be cursed. Um, but yeah, so basically, if two people pick Truth, then, you know, we're going to end up. Uh, the next person has yeah. to dare. But they find out through research, like every good horror movie, they're able to Google. Of course. Curse, you know, curse Spanish yeah. mission. And they find out that, you know, 50 years ago, 
there's a massacre at the church. And the only survivor was this nun, Sister Inez, who left, then left the okay. um, church. And they're like, if we find her, I bet we'll be able to find out what happened. I mean, But maybe. we got to hunt her down. And in Mexico. And luckily, they do. She has not spoken in 50 years. Not spoken. So she's been through a lot. Yeah. But she writes them down a message, and she says, Hey, just so you know. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. We did release a demon at the mission. It did possess our game because we were born, we were all like 18, 19. We were just yeah. playing a game. And uh, I, 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 it was me. Wait. I unleashed the demon. Sister Inez says this. Well, she writes it down. She can't speak. Right. And so she's like, we inadvertently released a demon. The demon's name is Calix. Okay. And... I know. I don't like it when a demon has a name. I prefer just to be like, it's a demon. Yeah. That's scarier. And so she sort of had this ability, again, as a Mexican woman, I suppose we're supposed to think, oh, you could just conjure demons at any point in time. Right, yeah. Then one of the girls told a secret. She knew spells that could call spirits. So she summoned a demon named Calix. He possessed our game. And the only way we could do it is to do this uh, ceremony where we had to sacrifice something. Oh, no. And unfortunately... Seems like someone has broken it, and you realize, oh, she did a sacrifice and put something in this bowl. And when the first group was there, they broke it open and released the demon. But what what is in the bowl was her own tongue. So she had to cut out her tongue after saying reciting this. Oh prayer my god! And seal it into a bowl, and that was the only thing that would that. trap the demon there. But it has to be the tongue of the person who started the game. And in this case, it was this guy Sam, who we don't know who he is. Right. Or if he's still alive. Right. Meanwhile, there's some other fun stuff where the demon dares Olivia to sleep with Lucas. Nice. And Marky is pissed, but I'm like, girl, you it's a I, demon. What's she gonna do? This is the least of your like, let them fuck. I understand, like, you know, like, and then but then I also when Marky's turned, it's sort of like uh, she always watches this video of her dad grilling out. Oh god. And the video asks her basically, like, why do you still have the gun that I killed myself with? And oh Marky my says, god. Well, because I think about using it. And the video version of him says, maybe you should go get it. Right. Oh, God. So things, are, things are really There's going. a lot at play here. And then when they're having sex, Lucas gets asked by the demon, like, who do you really love? And he has to tell Olivia, while inside her, you know, I really do love Marky. Like, I think you're That's a top-notch fun. gal. But really I, fun. I am in love with it. So, you know, we're having just, somebody inside you while they're like, I love someone else. I mean, oof, I'd right. rather get hit with the hammer. And that's the thing about a demon is like, a demon loves to kill, but a demon also loves to like, just break your heart just, and ruin your relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy your mind. So at this point, they know that they have to find this guy, Sam, in order to get him to cut out his own tongue and seal the demon back up. So Allison, we've arrived at the all-important part of every episode. Who do you think will survive? survive. I gotta believe Olivia. I want to say either Lucas or Marky, but I can't figure out. I think Lucas. Okay, I great. think Olivia and Lucas make it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sister Inez, I feel like, has to die. Mm-hmm. And Carter has to die. Okay, great. Those um, are my guesses. And I was gonna say, guess the twist, but it's not so much a twist. What do you think at the end is gonna be? Because you, you said earlier, oh, I think they're not gonna be able to stop the curse. Love it. Absolutely That's love my it. Guess. Great prediction. Okay. All right. So we then find out Carter is in fact Sam. Carter was just going by a Another fake name. It's like, of course that guy's making up a different name. He's right. a maniac. And so uh, it, Carter, Sam, I'll just call him Carter. So essentially he's the only one from the initial game. Okay. Because he's the one who accidentally broke the bowl. Right. 
drunken American chauvinist, you know, just being like just a monster going into another country and busting up their stuff. Yeah. So he's, they have to find him and basically force him to... um, Cut out his tongue. Yeah. So, which is, uh, you know, a tough... uh, It's a tough sell. Yeah. So, uh... But also, isn't the alternative that, like, this game keeps going, which means it keeps involving him? Absolutely. It's either, like, cut out your tongue or, like, you're gonna die, man. Like... So eventually they do find him, and he is, you know, walled up in his apartment. He's like, I'm going to wait it out. I was like, what are you talking about? Hey, the demon can take over your own body. Right, yeah. You don't have—you can have nothing around, and it'll, like, make you strangle yourself, I would assume. So, uh, you know, they're they're hunting down Sam, and um, Olivia, it's it's about to be her turn, and and she picks Dare. And Olivia's like, why would you pick Dare? You didn't have to. It wasn't your—it wasn't—you weren't forced to. She's like, it's because there's a truth that I can't tell Marky. And if I tell her, it will kill her. Oh and you're like, God. tell the truth. Tell the tell truth. The truth. Tell, tell the, the truth. truth. And so, oh no, so we find that out right before. And then she gets dare. And you know what the dare is? What? I dare you to tell Marky the truth that you keep. I was like, <laughs> that's that is not, that's not cheating. That's cheating. But also like the game has, you know, while it has rules, it has no rules, it feels. And so based on what we know about Marky and Olivia, what do you think? That terrible secret is, Allison. I mean, did she? It's like between the world and you, I choose you. I guess it's that she didn't choose her at some point. Did she, like, kill her dad? Well, that's what I thought it was going to be. Like, that feels... That, yeah. that to me, actually, like, I accidentally shot your dad or whatever. Right, yeah, me. yeah. It was my fault somehow. The truth is that Marky's dad tried to sexually assault Olivia. Like, she was over the house and Marky wasn't there and they were, like, drink. She was drinking with her dad. And, Wait, um, Marky's dad tried to sex. Okay. And so, at, afterwards, he was very apologetic and his life was kind of, he was like, you know, he I'm got fired that day or whatever. His life was falling apart. And um, he was, she was so mad afterwards. She was like, you, basically, you should kill yourself. Like, you for what you've done. And Marky's life would be better without you in it. Oh, she Olivia said that to, to Marky's dad. Yeah. After and then, he tried to sexually assault her. Woo, yeah. God, this movie really. And then he <laughs> killed himself that night. So then she's like, I couldn't tell I, you because he, your dad was dead. Right. And Marky's mad at her, which, look, this is a lot I, of information. We've been, there's a, a lot of stressful stuff It's a lot on. to take in and but I also, get that. It's not, it's not Olivia's fault that your, your not, dad tried to assault her. Right. And like, Kill yourself. I mean, I say that to people who are, like, in my way on the subway. People like, say that on the internet all the time. Yeah. Right. Okay, so eventually they find Sam. They do not tell him about the tongue thing. Yeah. But they say, Sam, we have to go back to the mission. You're the only one who could stop it. He's like, I'm not going with you. They have to, like, essentially kick his ass. And then, luckily, Marky did have the gun that her dad killed himself right. well with. As sad as that statement is. So they take the gun, and they take him at gunpoint back to the mission. So they're there. And things are going fast and furious. And that's when sort of the timeline of the dares and the truth sort of get a little like, now we're really... Yeah, we're just Before we moving. were like, oh, luxurious. Like, you have a couple days, hours. hours. Yeah. No, this was like, bam, bam, bam. So we go there and he has to say this Spanish prayer seven times. And while this is happening, it's Lucas's turn. So he is dared Lucas's to... Um, he has to kill either Olivia or Marky. Yes. And because Lucas is a decent person, he says, nah, I'm just going to die. I refuse the dare. Oh, Lucas. Yeah. So then something happens that I think I would argue makes this movie not good. Oh. And that oh, is the that. other stuff up until now isn't what no, makes I've seen the logic is sound enough. Yes. That I'm like, fine. I'm I following it. along. It all makes sense. So Lucas gets possessed by the de- demon, obviously, because he has refused the dare. And he goes to grab the the gun. The knife oh. from Carter. Because Carter's about to cut. He Carter's like, all right, I, I, if this will end, oh, I'll do it. Oh, now he knows that that's 
Yes. Or did he guess? No, no. no she, he, Olivia had to be like, hey, I got bad news. Uh, it wasn't just the prayer. You got to cut your tongue out. But I think because Carter's been through, he's seen it. He's like, right. all right, I'm doing he this. He knows. Yeah. Again, like, it's better than. The, what did you bleed out? Well, Sister Inez didn't, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. You absolutely would. But maybe it would be worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Because you're saving everyone else. Right. Yeah. It's not just like, because if you just like kill yourself, then it just keeps going. Right. Which I would have done. Yeah, once 12 I'm dead, hours of this, I'd be dead. Yeah. So Lucas go essentially, as possessed, goes to grab the knife from Carter to kill himself, but then just stabs Carter and then slits his own throat. And I was like, why was the demon allowed to kill Carter? Yeah, that doesn't feel like it obeys the rules. I think, I think that we're just past the rules Could now. they cut the tongue out of a dead person? Like if they cut- Well, so that's the question. Mm, the answer okay. is no. Oh, so now Marky is, uh, it's her turn. Oh, God. And she's dared to shoot Olivia. And, and now Olivia, it's just the two of them and there was no getting out of it? So we, we're, we're not sure yet. Okay. So she shoots, she shoots Olivia, but she fails. And because of that, she is then possessed yeah. by the demon. But the demon, because the demon is in the mission, Olivia adds the demon to the game. And because... The, she's just like truth or dare to the demon? Yes. And the demon okay. has to reply. But she says to the demon, how can we... How can we get out of this alive? And the demon says, you can't. <laughs> Which I thought would be a fun end. That is a fun end. But instead, the demon says, the game will go on until everyone who's playing it has died. So what is the solution? They Allison, kill each other? She live streams from the mission and broadcasts to the world, adding ostensibly everyone on the planet to the game. Oh, my God. So... In that way, she's choosing, between the world and you, she's choosing Marky. She's oh, choosing yes. to let Marky live. So that the rest of than- the world is now playing this demonic game of truth or dare. No, I would argue that is the unethical choice. I 100% think that's wrong. However, I, l- I did some calculations I'd like to share with you. I would like to hear these. Because I was like, okay. this is a scientific podcast at the end of the day. Right. So I'm saying, so hypothetically... Given what we know, how long, if everyone in the world was in the game, how long would it take to cycle back around to you? Because ostensibly, maybe you'd only have to go. People would die because they re- refused to do dares or truths. Of course. Obviously, because it's a demon. And then people would fail, like, the dares, too. Exactly. Like, oh, they'd fall off the roof. Yeah. Exactly. So, but let's say earlier in the movie, we were doing about five turns a day, right? So that's 165 days a year. That's about eight, 165 days. 365 okay. days a year. <laughs> Ooh, what if you, this is I don't know how many days are in a year. You're like, anyway, 70 weeks. Um. Five turns a day, 365 days a year. That's 1,825 turns a year total, right? That doesn't seem like so many. No, it doesn't. And so I looked it up and- uh, But then also you have to go, like, because, like, the population continues to get smaller. Like, the population on Earth. Like, people are dying faster than a regular mortality rate. Right. But then, ostensibly, pe- more people would then be wa- watching the video. I see. But I see what you're saying. Do you know what it, Like, eventually, it's dimin- it goes faster and faster because there's fewer and fewer people. But, uh, arguably, In the way the game did in the small group. Arguably, more people will live because most of them will be able to pick truth. Yeah. Okay. So, let's say... But All right. I'm just using anyway. the baseline. Uh, the current population, there are seven... Billion eight hundred million people. Oh, that's too many. And then divided by that number of turns a year, you would only have to go every four million two hundred seventy-three thousand nine hundred seventy-three years. So oh. you would never cycle back around. You. So you would just go once. You would go once, but that one turn or never. Honestly, that's most, true. It, most people would never get to you. So then I was like, okay, but at the end it's going really fast, right? right? So I said, if there's one one a minute, right? Right. 
Because so, it's happening simultaneously. It's not, you know. No, or no it's, it's just not. the one game. Everyone's That's in right. one it's game. One ga- See, I'm imagining that like Absolutely. every group is, but no, That's you're right. That's what you think. No, <laughs> it's one game. Which uh, that's why it seems stupid, but then you're like, okay, this actually makes sense. Yeah. That man makes sense, but, but like, I get the, it. the decision is not completely. It's not unfounded. mass annihilation. Yes, I mean, many, many, many people will die versus just the two of them. So again, it is the, it is still wrong ethically wrong, but I do see that it's not like dropping a nuclear yeah. bomb. So if the, if a turn happens to a new person every single minute, uh huh, it would still take. 148,401 years for the game to p- come around to you. So again, you it would only happen once and probably would not happen to you because statistically, okay, it would just be you you would have died naturally. Right. So many people would live and die naturally having the game never, never come to them. Then wouldn't you be so pissed if you were a part of the population that did have to play the game? You better believe it. And this is convincing me not to watch videos on the internet. Um, but uh, there was something reassuring about that where I was like, Olivia did have a point. I actually yeah, did like I get, it. Okay. I mean, I get it for her friend, but also. Right. No. So I'd like to, um, play a little game of truth or dare. Okay. Real quick with you. Um, truth or dare, Allison? Truth, because it's a podcast and if it's, like, <laughs> it just feels easier. <laughs> what are your porn search terms? No! <laughs> you picked it. And if not, I'm allowed to hit your hand with a hammer. Okay. Well, get that hammer out because I don't like sharing what I look at. <laughs> what? You're saying No. I mean, am I going to die? I don't know. Well, no, okay, fine. For the fine. sake of the game. I don't know. I find like, and I know a lot of other straight women like this, where it's like, I'd rather watch girls. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Because like, I don't know. The men in porn are pretty terrifying looking. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> no one's going to shame you. And then finally, let's Wait, I want to know your truth or dare. My porn. Say truth. What's your search term? Boy, you know, I'm trying to think. Um, but, but I, would, I don't know exactly the terms. I would say fat guys masturbating would be my, <laughs> pretty much what I'm trying to do. Bear is masturbating, I suppose. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of it out there, so I'm not the only one who's interested yeah, in this no, kind of, of content. The, no one is the only one interested in something if it, internet porn exists about it. Right, which is both reassuring and terrifying. Yeah. To be like, oh no. Oh no, there's more of us. And then I think we gotta we gotta rate it. Where do you, how do you feel having not seen it? We're going to rate the film. I've seen it, obviously. Yes. On the spooky scale of one to ten screams, where does this <laughs> movie fall? A spooky scale. It's tough because, like, I find the deaths to be super violent and scary. Like, like the eye and the neck. Like, those are really awful. But it is sexy teens, so it does bring it back to like a little bit of. Like, it scales it back from, like, a hereditary or the ring or whatever. But also, the inevitability is very scary. Gonna gonna say a seven. And I'm gonna give it three. I loved all the spooky scares, but the rest of it is just a good time to watch sexy teens Hot people. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was so fun. Well, join us next time. And in the meantime... No. Keep it spooky. I dare you to come up with a better catchphrase. (laughs) I'd rather hit myself with a hammer. Bye. Bye. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. 